This is Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. It's new people, new policies, and pros for today's premier generations of military women in America. A business consultant is an industry professional who provides expert advice in various different areas of business operations, such as marketing, accounting, human resources, digital platforms, and legal business management services too. Choosing the right legal structure is the first important step in setting up your new business. In today's episode of Building Your Business, you will meet a successful business consultant dedicated to helping new and emerging women business owners improve their company operations by recommending the very best business solutions for success and sustainability. Now here's your host, Deborah Harmon Peel. Welcome to Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the award-winning podcast, and I'm your host, Deborah Harmon Pugh. We are still in the infancy of a new year, and the dawn of a new year typically brings new optimism, especially for new business owners. So many of our listeners have asked us to host guests to coach them as they start up their new businesses. I have really been encouraged to hear from you as you are turning your part-time gigs and your side hustles into full-time small businesses, and I say kudos to all of you. Now, if you have been running your side hustle with great skills, I applaud you. You should know, however, that as you prepare to take the next steps into full-fledged business ownership, you must, you must, you must consider engaging the service of a business consultant. In fact, I can easily think of four excellent reasons to engage a consultant in these days and times if you are planning to start a new business. First, business consultants can help you to save time and they can help you to save money. Without the expert advice, you might be relying on trial and error to move forward and this can be a costly way to learn, especially if you make expensive mistakes. Second, they can help you plan for the future. In the day-to-day operations of your company, a business consultant can help you to create strategies for growth and to help you stay focused on your future. The third reason to engage a consultant, they can give you an objective view. A third-party objective view can provide you with honest evaluations of your operations, and they can help you to avoid making mistakes that can hold you back from the great success that you are destined to achieve. And the fourth excellent reason to consider a consultant is they can coach you in the first and most important steps and that is setting up the legal structure of your new business endeavor. In today's conversation, we are meeting with retired U.S. Air Force veteran, Ms. Tara Long. She is the president of the Starting Solutions Company, and she is the successful business consultant who has agreed to join us today to talk about the fundamentals of setting up the right legal structure as you launch your new business. Let's get started with today's legal briefing for new business startups with Ms. Tara Long after this short break. 
Hello, my name is Tara Long. I am a retired Air Force veteran with 21 years of service, the owner of The Starting Solutions, where we help educate and protect people with legal services for their business and personal needs, along with identity theft protection. I am so excited to be a part of the podcast posse here at Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. Don't forget to stay in touch and follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Vets Rock and Facebook at Women Veterans Rock. Would you like to be recognized as a podcast conversation starter? Send your suggestions and ideas for upcoming shows to us at info at womenvetsrock.org because we're always elated to hear from our audience in the podcast community. Tara, it's a new year, and we want to talk about new business development. So let's begin with the most important feature of new business operations, and that would be starting with a firm foundation, a legal foundation. So let's begin with talking about the basics of business structures for new business ownership. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, First off, thank you so much for having me, and I am super excited about talking about the legal structure. The sole proprietor is the first one we would like to start with, and that does not protect you from business liability. So it's important in understanding the structure of the business, of what business it is that you're looking to start, you know, if it's a sole proprietor or a limited liability. Limited liability is the next one that we talk about. And this is the simplest way of structuring your business to protect your personal assets. And then we go into the S-Corp and the C-Corp. And those are different types of businesses, corporations. You can have an LLC and an S-Corp. But generally, these have more record-keeping and reporting requirements and allows it to take it off of your personal responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I think that it is important that you have pointed out that with a sole proprietor, there is not much of a firewall between their business and their legal liability. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. It's important to understand that structure and how you're doing the business, how you're doing what business it is that you're doing. Because even though you're working from home, you know, you still have liabilities from your business. So you want to make sure that it's protected and that it's separated. And the sole proprietorship, your personal assets can be taken from that. All righty. So we started with the foundation of looking at sole proprietorship, and that uh, tends to be individuals that have certain skill sets and expertise in whether you're baking cupcakes or doing taxes for family and friends. Doing business at home is not necessarily being in business if you don't have a legal foundation. So now let's move on from sole proprietorship to limited liability companies. Most people refer to them as LLCs. You know, the simplest way of structuring your business is to protect your personal assets. This is the first method of being able to set aside so that if somebody decides to sue you because they was allergic to the eggs that you put in the cake, they won't go after your home. They'll be able to go after just your business. Mm-hmm. Limited liability indicates that there is a bit of a firewall between your personal assets being attached in the event of any legal exposure as opposed to sole proprietorship where you don't have that limited liability firewall. 
Correct, correct. And it's not a corporation under state law as well. So that's something that, that individuals need to know. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. So now we've talked about this foundation of sole proprietorship and LLC companies. Now, you've indicated that there are other kinds of structures. So what happens if I am an individual that um, does taxes and my business base is growing and I bring someone on board to share the responsibility, the financial aspects, and the liability and responsibility, what would we call that company when we move from sole proprietor to just adding one other entity? So that would be a partnership or S corporation. And basically you can elect um, which corporation for tax rules. I just wanted to make that little small detour there because oftentimes if an individual is in a sole proprietorship and the responsibilities continue to grow, they may bring family members, friends, or um, colleagues in that same area, and they may not be ready to take the step to go to some other structure. So it's important to know we've taught, we have a structure of a sole proprietorship. We have a structure of a limited liability company. Uh, we have a structure of a partnership. Let's talk about S-Corps and C-Corps. Now, I do know that they tend to be organizations that create greater protection against the owners and the operators, but it also demands greater financial commitment to establish those structures. You're absolutely correct. Um, it does require more capital involved and also, like I said, generally um, more record-keeping and reporting requirements to the state and to the government. And so it's a lot more detail in what mm -hmm. it is that needs to be done. So now here we are. It's a new year. We want to learn about new business. And the first thing that we are um, talking about is putting together the foundation and the foundation in terms of the legal structure. Now, as a part of the legal structure, there are certain professions and expertise we should be mindful about making sure we have at the table. Would you tell us about what you consider to be uh, some of the three most important um, experts that we should bring on board as we develop our new businesses? Three of the most important experts that you want to have in your business when you're starting a business is legal professionals, certified public accountants, and coaches. Because you want to look at your resources. You want to look at your network. You know, where did you go to school at? Who are the people that are already doing these things? Contact those people to find out what attorneys are they using? What certified public accountants are they using? Are they specialized in that area that they, they're concentrating in? Meaning that if you're reaching out to an attorney, do they specialize in that area of law? You want to make sure that they understand that because just like in medicine, you have doctors that have different specialties. The same thing with an attorney. So don't just look at one attorney. You want to look at all of the areas that they cover. And then the certified public accountant. Depending on what type of business that you have, you have to make sure that that certified public accountant knows that area and how to help you manage the finances in that in your account with mm -hmm. that type of business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and then coaches, you know, again, the people that are already doing what you're looking to do to mm -hmm. avoid some of the pitholes that they have fell into, 
to avoid that. So that's mm-hmm. what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to emphasize the reason why it's important and some of the benefits of having a business consultant on hand is so that we can minimize the mistakes that we make. And we know that when you start a business, there's a lot of trial and error, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to make any mistakes at the building of your business, but we certainly want to reduce them. So that's a good thing. Point one is to minimize the mistakes that we make. And um, you said optimize your resources. Give us an example of how a business consultant, like at Starting Solutions, can help us to optimize our resources. Right. So now when you your yeah, resources, you want to make sure that you have you use all of your resources that are out there. Reach out to individuals that have experience in that area that you're looking to grow in, whatever it is that you need assistance in with your business. How mm-hmm. can we help you, again, minimizing the cost of things? You know, you want to start with what you have. You know, yeah. it doesn't cost a lot of, to do a lot of things, but start with what you have. What is your budget? What can you start with? You know, mm-hmm. maybe you can't afford $1,000, but maybe you could afford $500 or whatever that is. Make sure that you can afford and then don't think that, oh, I can't afford it, but reach out to the resources because you never know how they could help and make things affordable for your needs. I like the fact that you talk about affordability because as new business owners, we always have idealistic views of how do we want to look and grow and how we want our prospects to view us as a new business Um, that's set up in shop. I've heard you talk frequently before about a mini action plan that you would give uh, a new business owner to think about in um, starting and launching their business. Would you like to revisit that? Plan, do, and review. Basically applying it, tweaking it, and just adjusting it. Plan, do, and review. Plan what it is that you're looking to achieve in, this, in a year, in 30 days. Even start with small milestones, mile markers. You know, let's say 30 days. What can you accomplish in those 30 days? You want to take it step by step. Plan it out. Then go out and do it. What is it that you put on those paper, that activity that you put on the paper to, to do? Do it. Once you go out and do it, you'll learn, okay, well, you know what? This didn't work. Yes, this worked. And then now you're going to tweak it to based, based on what just happened, the activity that you just did. How do you tweak it? Okay, maybe I need to do a little bit more in this area. Maybe I need to talk to more people. Maybe I need to have more websites, you know, more virtual website interviews or something. Basically, you're going to plan the activities that you have that you want to do, the things that you're looking to accomplish within the 30 days. Let's do a 30-day time frame. Plan it out. What is it that you're looking to do? Do it by weekly. Then break it down by daily. All of the activities that you need to accomplish. How do you manage through a relationship with potentially a difficult client? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. That's a great question. And, and really it is, you know, understanding and being able to communicate to the client what it is that they're looking to achieve, mm-hmm. knowing that you have the solutions, that you have the resources available for them, mm-hmm. that the consultant knows 
about the industry and about how to help you make your dream a reality, how to grow it so that it can be beyond you. Excellent point. They know the reality. They know the landscape of how to make your dream a reality. I like that, and thank you for pointing that out. So as we started, we talked about this legal structure. Talk to us a little bit about how a business coach might be able to guide us in setting yourself apart as you build the structure of your new business. What are some of the things that we should be thinking about in setting yourself apart? Right. That's a great question, setting yourself apart. What is unique about your business that we need to make sure that everybody else is aware of? Why is this different from what's already out there? So Mm -hmm. whatever is unique about your product, and then what maybe it's the cost factor, maybe Mm -hmm. it's the service, the quality, you know, the uniqueness of your products and services. Why are you important? How does everybody else benefit from this product or service? Mm-hmm. being able to identify that to individuals. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes when I meet individuals that are starting new businesses, there's not a lot of time and thought put into the legal structure like we are doing today. And uh, one of the things that I'm not sure people spend a lot of time on from a legal perspective is looking at the business name. Now, we know that the legal structure that you described at the top of this conversation is very important. What about the business name? How engaged should we be in having a legal entity help us with the selection and the registration of our business name? Yes, that that is huge. That is really huge. You know, you want to make sure that you are reaching out with an attorney to have that identified because Mm -hmm. you don't want to have copyright infringement, trademark infringement. Somebody else may have a business out there, and then now here you're setting yourself up for Mm -hmm. already failure right there because you haven't researched it out there to see what was already available. You Mm -hmm. may be keen to a name, but and then, again, you want to separate yourself. You may think that your name is so unique, but then mm-hmm. when it, if you don't use the resources to confirm it, then it's setting yourself up for that failure. So mm-hmm. it's really key to understand your name. And if so you make an excellent point about having some legal support in being able to put that framework together as well. So now we've talked about the legal structure and some of the business professionals and uh, some of the benefits, those three benefits of having a business consultant on board. Now let's dig down just a little bit deeper and talk about the importance of getting registered legally with our state operations, our federal operations, tax ID numbers. Would you tell us a little bit about some of the early steps that you would advise a new business owner that they should take to ensure that their legal structure is sound and in place? Yes, and that's great. That's great because it goes back to setting up your structure because Mm -hmm. depending on how your structure is, it can allow how your taxes is being paid. And so we want to make sure that your structure is the correct format. 
whether it's a sole proprietor, an LLC, or S Corp, whatever the structure is, that you actually go and get it, the articles of. So here we are in the new year. We're talking about new business, and we all have these new grand ideas of how our business is going to be successful. But if we do not lay a sound legal foundation, we can have good news and not so good news. So if you would, as we begin to pull together today's conversation, would you tell us or give us an example of what you considered or have seen to be one of the worst-case scenarios of a new business that starts and didn't put a strong legal structure in place. An example of the worst-case scenario. The worst-case scenario that I have seen is that somebody was doing business, they said they had a name, but another company out there had the name, and they went to sue them. And Mm. so when they went to sue them, it wind up taking their business, and mm. then this business, is, you know, the person passed away, and so now their family was left. So it was actually not just that business and the business owner, but all the way to their family members, their families losing their homes. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest thing is because it wasn't, um, the name wasn't vetted, the, I, the tax ID wasn't established, and mm. so somebody else went out to sue them because they had that name that was, you know, being misused, basically. So they did not set it up properly and wind up taking everything from them. So it was their business, their livelihood, and their family's livelihood. Oh, my. Well, on the flip side of that coin, could you give us an example of a success story that you have been involved with that perhaps um, a new company or an existing company reached out to you because their legal structure was not firmly in place. And you and um, your team of associates came in and made some recommendations and did a retrofit of their legal structure, and it became a success story. Can you give us an example of an experience perhaps that you have had in the past? Yes. So one um, that I can think of is that this young lady, she had been a teacher for a while and teaching individuals, but she was also a coach. She was a social worker. And so I told her and I shared with her how she can start that business start her what she was doing as an employee and become an entrepreneur and a business owner. And mm. so she thought about it and she looked at her skills that she was already using to establish the business. And, you know, she didn't even think that she had, you know, was thinking about a business. So I helped her, you know, start with, okay, let's go ahead into business. Maybe you've been doing things, like I said before, you're doing business, but you're not in business. Let's get you in business. So mm-hmm. we got her in business got her, her EIN, her, her name, her title of her business all vetted, her tagline all vetted, to her having a substantial amount of clients, even processing, going through the web. So individuals, they can contact me. They can visit my website at the www.thestartingsolutions.com or directly at 301 821 7357. 
Well, this has just been fantastic. It's been really enlightening for us to go back and uh, talk about some of the foundational pieces of starting a business because oftentimes the first thing that I hear business consultants suggest or business professionals suggest is go do a business plan. And I think a business plan is very important, but there's not nearly enough emphasis put on putting together your legal structure. So Tara, today as we close, do you have any parting words of wisdom for any person that's looking to start a new business? I would always say dream big, dream hard. It is not too late to start. You know, definitely, you know, what, whatever it is that you aspire to do, wishful thinking and fantasies will only end in a disappointment if you don't follow through. So follow through, follow through with those dreams that you wish to look to achieve. Well, thank you so much for those words of wisdom from Tara Long, who is the owner of Starting Solutions. Tara, thank you so much for joining us here today at Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. We thank you for listening. And as always, we'd like to thank our sponsor of this episode, Comcast NBC Universal, for their support of women veterans, military families, and America's entire military community. For more information on how Comcast NBC Universal is supporting America's military community or their important work as a military-friendly corporation, visit their website in the description of this episode below. Make sure to check out this week's special guest, Terry Long, business consultant and owner of The Starting Solutions, focused on providing support and education to individuals, families, and business owners through community initiatives like trainings, workshops, webinars, and more. Look in our description for more contact info for the Starting Solutions Business Consulting. And there's one last thing before we go. Small businesses are the lifeblood of the U.S. economy. They create two-thirds of new jobs, and they do drive U.S. innovations. Even with the changing landscape in the country's economic engine, small businesses continues to make substantial contributions to our economy, and they still stand at the forefront of new innovations. And in the words of Sheryl Sandberg, an American business executive, billionaire, and philanthropist, she says, you will be defined by what you achieve. You will also be defined by how you survive. Now, Posse, take us home.